she is a certified lactation counselor and nurse at New Beginnings Birth Center here in Brookings. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, today's program is uh, part of the Healing Words Foundation, a 501c3 founded by Rick and Joni Holm. We are here to answer your medical questions. So give us a call at 605-692-1430. Again, that's 605-692-1430. Uh, good morning, Nancy, and welcome. Thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work at the New Beginnings Birth Center? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so I have been working at the Brookings Health System as a registered nurse for 11 years. I've been a nurse for 14. I've been a certified lactation counselor for five. Uh, and I'm currently working towards my lactation consultant certification with uh, one of the other nurses on the unit. So I know that this month is Breastfeeding Awareness Month, yes, which is exciting. Uh, if we're talking about the New Beginnings Birth Center here, how many years has that been um, here in Brookings? I know we were talking about a little, and it seems like it's been quite a lot. Yeah, it's been quite a few. Uh, I believe that Brookings has almost always, since the hospital began, had room for mothers and babies. Uh, the new part of the hospital was built um, a little over five years ago, and so we've we've been in that new part of the facility for that long, and it's just a beautiful space, and we're glad to have it. I know for my, my own, I actually had two kids there at the Brookings Hospital. I know with my first one, who's going into her freshman year, uh, the hospital was even updated before my other one, and then it saw another renovation, I know, here with the add-on and everything. Yes. How did that affect you guys over there? What did you guys get in regards to new new things happening there? Yes, yeah, so when it was uh, first updated approximately... Uh, it must have been about 10 years ago. It, we were just updating the tile in the tubs and um, some fancier jacuzzi tubs, updating wallpaper, paint, things like that. But when we got to move over to uh, our new unit in the new hospital, we we are completely updated. The rooms are larger. Uh, the postpartum rooms are no longer um, semi-private rooms. They are all private rooms over there. No more having to share bathrooms or anything like that, uh, which was a problem in the old unit and so uh, we're really just lucky to have so much more space than we did before. It is pretty amazing over mm -hmm. there especially for a smaller community to yes. have such a great facility. So let's talk about uh, breastfeeding. Yes. What resources do we have in Brookings to support moms and families both before they have their child and then after? Yes, this is what I love to talk about. I just think, uh, you know, whatever choices families make to choose uh, to feed their baby, whatever goals they set for themselves, the important thing is that they have the support to be able to do so. And one of our goals is to make it so that um, no mom or baby ever has to end their breastfeeding journey early simply for the sole reason of not having the support to get help if they run into issues. So before uh, childbirth, we have, um, we do childbirth childbirth classes online as well as breastfeeding classes online uh, and those are taught by myself and another registered nurse who's a lactation consultant and uh, then um, moms can also come to baby cafe before they deliver their baby if they have any questions about breastfeeding or uh, if they have questions about the type of pump to get or sizing it and then uh, when they come into the hospital to deliver their baby all of our registered nurses on the unit have at least 20 hours of breastfeeding education and so even if one of us without lactation credentials behind our with lactation credentials behind our name is not available at the time they come in to deliver um, the gals up on the floor are all are all outstanding supports for breastfeeding 
So I want to get back to, we're going to take a quick break here, but I want to get back after it and talk about the Baby Cafe. So we thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Give us a call now at 605-692-1430 with any medical questions you would like us to address and to get your name entered into our monthly summer drawings for one of Dr. Holmes' books. Again, that number is 605-692-1430. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Tobacco can lead to tobacco, nicotine dependence, and serious health problems. Quitting smoking has immediate as well as long-term benefits for you and your loved ones. Make the decision to be smoke-free. Stopping smoking is associated with many health benefits. If you smoke, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. That's 784-8669. Or call the Avera Medical Group Brookings for help to quit smoking today. 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Ashley Ragsdale and Nancy DeBoer is a certified lactation counselor and nurse at New Beginnings Birth Center is here to answer your medical questions today. Give us a call with your questions and get your name entered into our monthly summer drawings for one of Dr. Holmes' books at 605-692-1430. So Nancy, before the break, we were talking about, you mentioned a baby cafe. What is a baby cafe? Yes. Well, the simplest way I like to explain it is that, you know, a regular cafe in your regular old small town, you go, you have a cup of coffee, you chat, and you catch up with friends. Well, at our baby cafe, uh, the babies get a snack and something to eat and, and learn how to breastfeed better, and the moms get to chat with other women in the community who are in the same stage of life that they are. And most of the time, we also have snacks for our moms. So, well, Snacks are always important. They're I feel like at any age. Mm-hmm. Um, for breastfeeding, I know for myself, um, we, I don't know if the baby cafe was a part of it 14 years ago. No, that just started roughly seven years ago. We just celebrated our seventh birthday. But I do know for myself, um, and you and I were talking about earlier, like I seem to only have been friends with OB nurses and doulas. I, there were breastfeeding support groups in Brookings and I found those essential, Yes, especially with my first child. So do, um, does this cafe also have those kind of, like, is it a community group? And what are the hours that you can come and do of these things? Yes. So because Brookings Health System is a baby-friendly hospital, one of the tenants that we have to abide by with that is that we provide a community service uh, for moms and babies in the community. And so what that looks like for us is that baby cafe. And so it is a free service. We have it every Tuesday evening from 5 to 7 p.m. And it takes place in the, the coffee shop, Prairie Perkup, um, in the hospital. And you can enter in through, there's an exterior door, or you can just come in through um, one of the other doors of the hospital and make your way back to the coffee shop. It is staffed by uh, myself and another RN who's a lactation consultant, and uh, we are just there to um, help with latch issues, with pumping questions, with returning to work. I know usually uh, moms will also come in with questions about teething or sleep, and you know, sometimes we do have to refer those questions on to their primary care provider, either moms or babies, but what's really neat is that a lot of times uh, other mothers will jump in with advice about what's worked for them, and it, it really you know, it's it's never been an environment where like, oh, well, this is what you should do because it worked for me. You know, everybody is so welcoming and so non-judgmental and really supportive of each other. 
Do you feel you see a lot of first-time moms there, or is it a group that is kind of a mixed group of those? It really is a mixed group. We have a lot of women who come uh, for their first baby, and then, um, you know, and some moms will come for just a couple of weeks, and some women will like to come uh, even after they've kind of uh, crossed those hurdles at the beginning sure. of their breastfeeding journey, um, just for for the camaraderie and the friendship and as an excuse to get out of the house. Um, and then uh, a lot of times it's really fun to get to watch families grow as moms choose to come back with their second and third and sometimes fourth and fifth babies um, just just to watch them grow. We do way feed ways or weighted feeds, whatever you'd like to call them. And so that's where we weigh baby. Mom can breastfeed the baby and then we weigh the baby again. And that shows us how much that baby took in at that one feeding. We can also keep track of that baby's weight week to week, especially if mom's having concerns. I know for even myself, and I know for a lot of friends too, I had two very different experiences mm-hmm. breastfeeding. So I would say my first child, it was it was hard. I probably went yeah. and spoke with every single nurse before I left the hospital <laughs> until we found one that worked. And she had latch issues, yes. and she fell asleep every single time, and she was distracted, and it took forever. Yes. And so, um, but on my second child, like, he was done in five minutes and we were finished. <laughs> and it can and, almost be a little disconcerting, right? Yes. Like, are, are, you, are you sure you're done? Yeah, it was, absolutely. <laughs> it was definitely one of those where um, going into the second child, I was iffy about whether I wanted yeah, to do it again just because it was so, um, I think that not stressful isn't the word, but it was one of those. And I'm, I, I know that a lot of it was a first-time mom, right? And it was good that I had a support group yeah. that was able to talk me through it mm-hmm. and say, you're doing a great job and you're doing all these things correct. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is what the Baby Cafe does. It yes. helps those moms that are struggling, but also allows those that, you know, maybe your second journey is different mm-hmm. than your first one. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, I think folks sometimes tend to hear the term baby friendly and think, well, what about mom friendly? But we really pride ourselves on supporting parents' wishes, whatever those might be for the child. And, you know, postpartum, that period is so fraught with different emotions. Uh, You know, I think we're getting better as a society about talking about postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, but that can all play into it too when you're made to feel guilty for whatever choices you're making. So I always say, whatever decision you choose however you choose to feed your child that is between you and your baby um, and your partner if they're supportive of your choices and then beyond that whoever else you decide to allow in nobody else should should get a say in that yeah so if you can't make the baby cafe times what are your other resources here in Brookings? That's a great question. So we've uh, recently um, begun trying to um, set aside time, uh, usually on Friday mornings. Um, Alicia Gerlach is the other gal that does breast fe- uh, baby cafe with me. And she's usually available Friday mornings, uh, but that can vary week to week. And so if folks have questions uh, outside of that baby cafe time, all they have to do is call the uh, Brookings Health System OB unit at 605-696-8052 and ask to speak with someone from lactation. And what will usually happen is one of the nurses, uh, since everyone up there is really knowledgeable in breastfeeding, will usually ask you some questions and see if they can help you out. And if not, then uh, they take down your information and they'll send out a group message to those of us in lactation and then one of us will get back to you. So a question for those that um, what if you 
can you use these resources if you didn't give birth at the Brookings Hospital? That is a wonderful question, yes. Anyone who needs help with breastfeeding, um, pumping, anything like that is welcome to come use these resources even if you did not deliver at Brookings Health System. So if you are unable, you haven't called, is there somewhere to go? Do you guys have a website or information somewhere where you can look to find all these times in case you are unable to call somebody over there? Yes, the Brookings Health System website should have all that information. Okay. Uh, we are about to go to our second break. Uh, we, we thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430 with any medical questions you would like to address. We will return following this informative message from Avera Medical Group. Everyone should have smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors in their homes. Carbon monoxide is an odorless, colorless gas that can cause sudden illness and death. Take a few minutes to ensure your alarms are in good working order. Replace the battery at least once a year. This message is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Ashley Ragsdale and Nancy DeBoer, who is a certified lactation counselor and nurse at New Beginnings Birth Center, is here to answer your medical questions. Give us a call and get your name entered into our monthly summer drawings for one of Dr. Holmes' books at 605-692-1430. So, Nancy, we're talk- we move back to um, National Breastfeeding Month. What is the, uh, are, there's a celebration happening. Yes. We used to try to do this every year, and then, you know, COVID hit, and like with so many other things, it, it kind of put a damper on everyone's uh, party plans. Right. But this year, we are allowed to start that up again. So uh, next Tuesday, the 23rd, we have some expanded hours. Instead of 5 to 7, we'll be there from 4 to 8 p.m., uh, and the celebration will be taking place outside. There's a picnic area right outside that coffee shop entrance at the hospital. And then if moms are still wanting to come for their regular uh, baby cafe, way feed ways, things like that, that'll still be taking place inside in the coffee shop. But otherwise outside, we're going to have cupcakes and punch and we'll have some goodies to hand out and things like that uh, just to kind of celebrate the awesome support we have in this community. And who is this open to? Is it just your breastfeeding moms or just anybody that has used the baby cafe? Yes, anybody that has used the baby cafe. um, Support people, um, anyone who just wants to come celebrate with us and grab a cupcake. So if we move back to, um, let's say, issues that people Mm -hmm. come in and, and ask about, what are your most common questions that arise when people come in to ask about consultations? Yes, usually um, we hear a lot of questions about how do I know my baby's getting enough milk? And that's that's one of the, the biggest questions, right? Our bodies don't come with ounce markings on them. There's no uh, ounce marking level on our baby's belly to say, oh, they've had two and a half ounces. Right. They're good, right? Although that would be nice. Um, but we look to baby for cues. We look overall at baby's weight gain. We look how baby acts at the end of a feed. Uh, we look at baby's sucking pads. Patterns. We look at their pattern of wet and dirty diapers, um, and we kind of teach mom to judge um, also by how her body feels at the end of a feeding, if that's been an effective feeding for baby. Some, uh, another one of the most common questions is... Um, 
pain with breastfeeding. And so I always, my uh, soapbox is that breastfeeding should not hurt. And if it does, we need to fix something. Of course, in those first couple of weeks, it's normal to be a little bit tender between feeds um, as your body kind of gets used to that. But the actual act of feeding your baby should not hurt. And so if it does, um, there's something we need to, to work out there. I was <clears throat> I was lucky enough to not ever have mastasis or anything oh, like that. Um, I did have both kids get teeth at a point that yes, uh, was yes. never a thing That's that I enjoyed. That's always interesting, isn't it? <laughs> but um, I, I do remember uh, one of the advices from the nurse up there who just who said, "There's never a wrong question. Yes, do not hesitate to call um, or ask. We have heard all of these questions yes. before. It is normal. This is not something that you." know exactly how to do or anything like that no and I say that to the moms who uh, take my breastfeeding and childbirth classes as well that just because you're here in this class does not mean that we expect you to know exactly how to do this when you come in to have your baby Um, and also if you have that question chances are other other moms have that question as well Um, you know I've like I said I've been a nurse for 14 years so y'all are gonna have to get up pretty early in the morning to send me a question (laughs) that's gonna surprise me (laughs) and I've had four of my own children and dealt with my share of struggles with them so you know all of all of those nurses especially that help with lactation are all mothers as well um, and have dealt with their own breastfeeding challenges and so this isn't just us standing here telling you what you should do and clinically what's best it's it's you know trying to help you work through those challenges and um, you know coming from a place of understanding what it's like to to be a fresh uh, delivered mom who's sleep exhausted and trying to heal body and mind and, and take care of another little soul. Um, in regards to other resources for new moms, we're talking about breastfeeding. And I assume that the Baby Cafe also talks about mom. How are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. What advice are you giving to moms about that too? I mean, it is such a major change. It is. And uh, you're trying to keep a new human alive mm-hmm. while also taking care of yourself. What is yes. your advice that you're giving new moms at the cafe? You know, I think especially if moms feel comfortable coming in uh, every week and we make it a safe space where moms can come and uh, tell us how they're doing, we can kind of, um, you know, after after a few years, you kind of get pretty good at, at recognizing signs of depression and anxiety in other people, even if you don't know them very well. Um, and so, you know, we, we really are... Um, you know, and certainly postpartum baby blues, most yeah. women will experience. And so there is some of that. But if we notice a mom is maybe really struggling, we will sometimes just take her aside and say, hey, you doing okay? I know this is hard. Do you feel like you need to check in with your doctor, um, you know, about some, some further support or... or uh, just a, a little more focused time and then you know it can be hard to find time for yourself as a new mom too and uh, certainly not not every woman um, feels like she needs time away for from her baby but some moms do and that's a totally valid uh, feeling and and uh, women shouldn't be made to feel guilty for that and if you just need to get out of the house for a little bit of a walk you know trying to find uh, you know brainstorm with mom about what work would work best for her and what um, uh, you know, a good routine would look like for her. Uh, <clears throat> for your for people that are breastfeeding and are struggling, yes. um, what are you seeing that they are struggling the most with? I know for my own personal, it was a lot of latch problems. Yes, but I also I I know that with my first child, I wasn't 
I wasn't producing enough milk at the very mm-hmm. beginning. And so I struggled with that. Yes. Uh, trying to, you know, it's your own feelings of like, well, I should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Yes. What uh, what kind of struggles are you seeing with moms that are uh, as well for things like that? I think that's a very, very common reason moms come to us as well is that, that low supply. You know, and not not um i think that's something we all feel is like do i have enough but for those moms whose babies maybe aren't uh on the growth curve where doc says they should be or their baby doesn't gain uh as much after the feeding as they had hoped they would that can be very 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 discouraging um because you feel like your body is failing you and your child uh because you know i i I think we're getting better about it but i think in society there's still this um you know overarching thought that oh if you choose to breastfeed your body it's natural right like you should just be (laughs) able to do it uh but it it doesn't always come naturally and sometimes depending on circumstances um mom's uh, the horm- any hormonal issues she may have, uh, how that parent's birth went, if there were any complications with that. Those things can all affect supply. Um, and uh, some parents' milk just takes a little bit longer to, to come in or move from colostrum to mature milk to that full milk supply. And so that's, you know, uh, a couple days after uh, parents go home, we have um, them come back up to the unit for a nurse right. check just to catch any issues early. And then, of course, you know, if, if, um, you know, say that's on a Wednesday and baby cafe is too far away for a check, we can always have them come in for, for more reways and things like that, just to make sure everyone's doing well. Um, you know, to the, you know, I, we do have a lot of moms who, who just kind of struggle with, with, uh, how how little they feel that they are making. And I think a lot of that may be compounded too by on social media. You'll see these moms like, oh, look at my, f- I had to buy a new deep freeze <laughs> yes. just to store all my breast milk. And that yeah. is, I am so happy for them. And that is fantastic. But I want to caution that that isn't necessarily the normal. And with that um, plethora of supply, there also uh, comes a host of other issues with that. And so I, I really just caution moms almost every week not to compare themselves to anybody else that their body and their baby are working together to develop a rhythm that works for them Um, and then you know when you're pumping and going back to work all you really need for the next day is what what your baby's going to eat the next day although it feels like we should have a freezer full and it can be very scary when you are the sole source of your baby's nutrition to to not have that extra milk there so we we can work with some ways to kind of kind of increase increase supply that way. I, I absolutely um, attribute us, um, my oldest, We she nursed for almost a year, like right yeah, at a year. that's great. Um, and the very beginning, there was a, I, I was setting time limits for myself. Yeah. And I said, if I'm going to give it a try for six weeks. Yes. Um, just because she was, it was harder. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and then it kept extending it and whatnot. And then the second child, it was, it was the easiest thing that was ever done. Um, let's talk about, um, places in town and kind of the perception of breastfeeding and stuff. I will say with the first one, I felt like there were not a lot of places where you could breastfeed or you felt like you had to go to the bathroom or go to your car. Like if you were not confident enough to be out there. Um, Brookings, I know that there's lots of mother nursing stations Mm -hmm. throughout town. Mm -hmm. Has that been part of the hospital's initiative to kind of push forward for those things? 
Uh, at the start, yeah, the hospital was working really closely with the um, community to uh, distinguish breastfeeding-friendly businesses. And so you'll see if a, if a, a Brookings community business is designated themselves as breastfeeding-friendly, it should have like a that blue sticker, kind of the image of a mother holding a baby um, on their door at their place of business. Um, some have separate rooms available, like I know Hy-Vee has a separate mother's room, that type of thing, but other businesses are just saying, hey, it's okay if you come in here and breastfeed. It doesn't matter where, if you're browsing uh, our merchandise or sitting down grabbing a coffee while you do it, uh, wherever you feel comfortable. And that's kind of the fun thing about uh, Baby Cafe as well, is that sometimes it's um, mom's first chance to breastfeed in public, you know, or out outside of her own home. Uh, and so it can kind of be that first step in kind of getting comfortable with, with breastfeeding around people that she may not know very well. Um, and yeah, and the, and the community has just kind of taken off um, the, the, with the breastfeeding friendly businesses and they, they kind of are, are making sure that uh, Brookings stays a, a great place where moms feel comfortable to breastfeed if they want to in public. I will say that was one of my struggles with, the, with my first child is not feeling comfortable in public yeah. doing it. Uh, she was also a child that was very distracted very yes. easily. <laughs> <laughs> so it made it a little extra harder. Um, but I do feel like um, with that second child and a different experience, like it was more confidence to not feel mm-hmm. like I had to go hide somewhere to yes. do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even nationwide we've seen a change yeah. in what um, – I don't want to say what is acceptable because that's not the word, but a, a new norm, yes. right, of yes. being okay to do all those kind of things. So, Yes. Uh, it's time to go on our final break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Dog Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. We have just a few minutes left for you to call in with your questions and to get your name entered into our monthly summer drawings for one of Dr. Holmes' books at 605-692-1430. We will return following this informative message from Avera Medical Group. Drinking and driving is a threat to everyone. Did you know that every day about 30 people in the United States die in a motor vehicle crash that has involved an alcohol-impaired driver? This amounts to one death every 51 minutes. Driving drunk is never okay. Choose not to drink and drive and help others to do the same. And remember to buckle your seatbelt every time you are in the car. The Avera Medical Group Brookings is concerned about your health and safety. Please call 697-9500 if you have health concerns. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Ashley Ragsdale and Nancy DeBoer is here to answer your medical questions today. So Nancy, before we close out today, what do we need to know about baby cafe and um just breastfeeding month in general yeah uh, I think the biggest thing is that if you are having any uh, questions about feeding at all, Baby Cafe is a great place to start. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're only uh, breastfeeding your baby, and I say only in quotations there, because any breastfeeding um, is is a, a work, a hard work of love. Uh, and so if, you're, if your baby is just breastfeeding for comfort and you're pumping most of the time and supplementing on top of that, or if your baby's exclusively breastfeeding, 
breastfeeding or if you have any, you know, if you're exclusively formula feeding, but you'd like to put baby to breast or whatever issues on, on whatever gamut of feeding uh, you feel like you have questions about, we're available. And so, yeah, that's again, uh, Tuesday evenings from five to seven are our normal hours. Next Tuesday is our National Breastfeeding Month celebration from four to eight outside the coffee shop. If you are maybe not exclusively breastfeeding mm-hmm. and you would still like your baby weighed, yes, is absolutely. that a possibility to absolutely. come in? Absolutely, awesome. yes. I know I have had moms ask me, you know, they've they've uh, breastfed for a little while and what their goals changed or maybe a life situation changed and they decide to end their breastfeeding journey. I've, I've had them, can I still come to Baby Cafe? And I'm like, absolutely come. We love uh, to watch these babies grow and change and our parents grow as parents and um, yeah, we're, we're an infant feeding resource. I would say, uh, especially to new moms and even old moms out there, having a sense of community and a group, even if they aren't necessarily your uh, close personal friends, yes. but new moms that are in that same experience that you are, is always a great resource to be able to talk through things that are happening because you are not necessarily alone in what's happening at your house. Yes. Um, And I always, um, it's always like a million questions, right? Because (laughs) you're, it's, you're. Everything's brand new. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you don't burr the textbook with that baby, you know. We give you lots of resources (laughs) at the hospital. But but (laughs) it's, yeah. And so I know that this is a great resource for our community and we are excited that you guys have this opportunity for Brookings. Yes, thank you. Uh, Before we go, please be sure to tune in to South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television and the Prairie Doc Facebook page for On Call with the Prairie Doc most Thursdays starting at 7 p.m. Central. Tomorrow, August 18th, which it seems like it shouldn't be August already, (laughs) we will be rebroadcasting the show Dermatology 101 with Prairie Doc host Deborah Johnston, MD. She is joined by Sarah Saarbaker of Dakota Dermatology, Sioux Falls, and Dr. Mandy Greenway of Avera Medical Group Dermatology. They will take viewer questions about moles, rashes, and other skin issues. So tune in this Thursday, 7 p.m. Central on the Prairie Doc Facebook page. Uh, just so everyone knows, our new season for Prairie Doc is starting up here September 1st. So make sure to follow us on social media for all the new information that's coming out. We hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc program and we'll listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK, brought to you by Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org and look for Prairie Doc wherever you find your podcast. My thanks to Nancy DeBoer today for joining us. And as Dr. Holm would say, stay healthy out there, people. <laughs>